If your preferred climate is business-friendly, check out Ohio. With 0% taxes on corporate income, R&D investments, and goods sold out of state, Ohio is better for business. Because Ohio isn't built for followers. They're building for leaders. Ohioisforleaders.com Ever get homesick for anywhere but home? As you make your return to travel, let the Marriott Bonvoy Boundless Card help you reach new destinations and find new appreciation for the places you know and love. Expand your world and go boundless with the Marriott Bonvoy Boundless Card. Learn more at marriottbonvoy.com forward slash chase cards. Cards are issued by J.P. Morgan Chase Bank, N.A., member FDIC. Freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. Free speech is under assault like never before. Freedom is under attack more now than ever before. Because radical doesn't mean crazy. Hell yes, we're going to take your AR-15. With the help of the media, big tech, and the global elite, the left is attempting to seize control of my generation. It's time to fight back. It's time to let freedom ring. Boy, freedom is ringing, isn't it? Hopefully freedom will be ringing soon for Kyle Rittenhouse, even though people are protesting very very loudly, so loud that it can actually be heard within the courtroom where this jury is supposed to be un <clears throat> is supposed to be uninterrupted. So hopefully it can happen the way it should. I mean, what is going on to Kyle Rittenhouse? I think everyone agrees is absolutely, absolutely despicable, terrible, worst thing that The entire case against Kyle Rittenhouse, they're relying heavily on this active shooter narrative, claiming that the three men Rittenhouse shot were acting in self-defense. The three men who attacked Kyle Rittenhouse, they were the ones acting in self-defense. You know, the three convicted felons, not the 17-year-old kid who literally was asking if people need help. That's who was being the ones. I mean, it's seriously. There's reports coming out that people, including, I believe it was, uh, George Floyd's brother was saying how they uh, they are but they are going to basically uh, somebody was caught taking pictures of the jury. I mean, they're trying. If if he's convicted, I think that he should appeal, and it'll probably happen. And obviously, the case for Kyle is um, is that the vid- video evidence is in favor of the defense. The defense is establishing that Rittenhouse was being pursued during each incident incident in which he would fired his weapon. One slow motion video showed Rittenhouse first being pursued by Rosenbaum and then cornered between two cars with Rosenbaum rapidly closing in on Rittenhouse to within four feet. I mean, this is anyway, right now, while we're talking, the jury is deliberating. Um, we're not sure when the verdict should come out. Hopefully it'll be later on today, but hopefully by the end of the week. Now, 500 National Guardsmen are being stationed to defend the city if the if additional rioting breaks out. Well, that's a great idea. Maybe we should have it in... Uh, maybe we should have had it before this happened. That way... Hmm, I don't know. Just, just, just thinking about it. That way, we could have prevented the deaths that happened that night. But Joe Biden's America is doing quite well. Uh, sarcastically, quite well. Because consumers are absorbing inflation. ISIS is on the rise. 
And the Build Back Better agenda is more dead than really Joseph R. Biden in general. He is not with us. That man is not with us. A recent poll came out that only 39% of voters in battleground districts support the Build Back Better agenda. And this is important. See, you'll see a lot of battleground state things, like only people in this battleground state. But that's very, Georgia's a battleground state. All right. There are two districts in Georgia, Georgia, six and seven, that are battleground districts. And let me tell you why this is different. Where I live in southeast Georgia, it is, <laughs> Joe Biden can do no right. Okay. If you poll my, my county, how's Joe Biden doing? I'd say 80% would say he's off its rocker, right? But battleground districts are different. Battleground districts, I think, are a better turn, a better, a better to know. Because, you know, for instance, the district that Nancy Pelosi represents is always going to vote blue. I think it's like 70-30 blue. The district that I live in, on, on the flip side, is 70-30 red. And that's how the vast majority of districts are. The vast majority of districts are at least 65% one way or the other. But then you have, a f- in every state, you have a few that are the other way, right? Not, not every state. Oklahoma, I think, is, I, I think pretty much is, I think Oklahoma is probably the most conservative state in the country because not one county in Oklahoma voted, uh, voted, against, uh, voted against Donald Trump. They all stayed red. So 39% of state voters in battleground districts are supporting this agenda. And I think it's evident as we'll get into it in a little bit. Only and 46% oppose it. The National Republican Congressional Committee poll revealed yesterday. Among independents, only 31% supported Biden's massive tax and spend agenda and 49% opposed it, a 20-point basically margin. Undecided voters also opposed Biden's agenda by a 14-point margin, 39% opposed while 25% support. And I think you, if only 25 support, I think it's more like 75% of people don't like it at the very least. Now, when respondents heard informative messages related to policies within Biden's reconciliation agenda, 57% opposed the entire measure while 37% remained supportive. Among the least popular provisions of the Build Back Better agenda is its natural gas tax, tax breaks to the wealthy, and paying illegal immigrants for children they carry into America. This is what the NRCC Gave uh, 76% of voters in battleground districts say they are more likely to oppose BBB knowing that it imposes a natural gas tax and that it will increase home heating costs, electricity rates, and raise gas prices. 77% of voters in battleground districts are less likely to vote for a Democrat who, quote, votes to give an $80,000 tax break to wealthy homeowners in New York, New Jersey, and California, a move that would cost hundreds of billions of dollars and overwhelmingly benefit the wealthy, not the middle class. 76% of voters in battleground districts oppose the package proposal to giving uh, $3,600 a year to illegal immigrants for every child they bring into America or give birth after arriving. But when we said Biden was going to be a radical, we were the crazy ones. The poll also revealed Biden's approval rating among voters in battleground districts is just 42%, while 52% disapprove of his performance in general. Independents disapprove of Biden 31 to 57, committed to 31% approved, and it's a 26% margin. Items Biden is attempting to sell battleground district voters within Build Back Better agenda include subsidized prescription drug prices, Medicare coverage to cover uh, hearing services, two free years of community college, amnesty, free housing, and free childcare. 1,000 voters in 85 battleground districts. Now, I'm going to be 100% clear. I'm gonna be, I, I've said this from time to time, 
This is what makes me more of a populist conservative, not a Republican. If you asked me if I would support, if I would support taking money from countries that burn our flags and pushing that over to people, uh, to college students to help them go to college for free or tech schools for free, I would a hundred percent support it. 100%. And that's very unpopular. But let me tell you why. Would I support it in general? No, I'd rather cut the spending altogether, right? That's harder to do. But if the question becomes, would, would I rather have a well-educated population or would I rather have send money to countries who burn our flags and say death to America and who, make, who basically make it possible for terrorists to attack us? Well, I hate to tell you, but I would much rather support a plan that educates people. A hundred percent. And I know what you're thinking. Yes, I, I think colleges are overwhelmingly filled with people who hate America, who are teaching their kids to hate America. That's a hundred percent, or they're, they're, they're students rather. It's a hundred percent true. I mean, I write for campus reform. So I know that it's a hundred percent true. But it's important to have a well-educated population. But amnesty, free housing, free healthcare. That is absolutely crazy. Now, should we subsidize prescription drugs? Who knows? Who knows? I mean, Donald Trump signed an executive order that that capped the amount of money somebody can pay towards insulin, and then Joe Biden got rid of that. So does he really care about this, or is he just trying to appease the radical left, and is this another step towards socialism? Absolutely. See, there's a problem. I agree sometimes with what Democrats want to do, what they want, they want the end goal to be. But I just know that A, they're not going to do it effectively, and B, it's going to lead to a lot more government, and it's going to lead to potential, eventually socialism. Not even eventually. If we if we gave Joe Biden his way, we would be, we they would try to make us utopia, which just can't happen. So I think it's important that we keep fighting against this. Because as I will tell you in just a few seconds, ISIS is back on the rise in America. Inflation is on the rise. Race disputes are in the rise. Two years ago, we were living in a great country. COVID happened. We were living in a great country. And now we live in a country on the brink of absolutely imploding. We'll be back after this. Do you sometimes get the sense that debates about America's role in the world are predictable and often disconnected from reality? Our new podcast tries to change that. None of the Above offers new ideas to help confront America's global challenges. Subscribe to None of the Above today. Annie had an earache on a Saturday of all days. So her mom brought her to Minute Clinic at CVS, where you can see a provider, fill a prescription, and grab essentials like pain relief products, all in one visit, even on evenings and weekends. You can even see us online with telehealth options. For quality, affordable care on your schedule, visit Minute Clinic at CVS. That's healthier made easier. Services vary by location. See MinuteClinic.com for details. Imagine traveling to a city like Los Angeles or New York. Before you even arrive at your Citizen M Hotel, you're able to check in and open a tab on your phone. You walk into a lobby that's kind of like a living room filled with provocative art and cozy seating. Then you head up to your room with this giant bed and window to match as you sip the perfect latte ordered from your Citizen M app. 
See why Citizen M is a new way to hotel at citizenm.com. So ISIS, everybody's favorite uh, terrorist organization, is back on the rise. Now, I remember being a kid. I, I remember being a kid, and I remember watching, uh, I must have been seventh grade, and I remember watching videos of Americans, journalists, being beheaded in the Middle East. And I remember, this is probably the first, uh, that's the first time I remember thinking, I remember being scared. I remember being scared for what could happen. I remember thinking this is on the rise. That this could come to America. It already did in, in 2001. And that's what everybody hated. The ideas that these people are, are spewing. That if you don't agree with us, you must be killed. I don't think it's that far away to say that, that. I don't think it's that far away to believe that if you don't agree with us and want to put a vaccine in your body... That you can't work. Because if you can't work, you can't eat. I mean, quite quite frankly, this is my biggest question to the left. What is the idea between you can't work because you're afraid of COVID in 2020, so here's unemployment, to you can't work because you're afraid of a vaccine that was rushed through and everyone has pretty much agreed that it, it, this is a experimental drug, a gene therapy, some people even say. But because of that, you don't, you, you don't get fed. So hopefully you can figure it out because you voted for my opponent. And I think that also leads to why only 39% of voters in these swing districts support them because there are two groups of people who are not getting vaccinated in America. You have the ones who are, I would say, you know, part of the base that voted for Donald Trump. I'm not getting vaccinated. I'm not vaccinated. Probably some of the people listening to this aren't vaccinated. So what's going on? But then you have the people on the, on the other side of the aisle who are minorities, who, whose grandparents have told them about the Tuskegee experiment and they don't want to get vaccinated. And I think that's why you're going to, that's why you're seeing a lot of Latinos, a lot of African-Americans start to say, I don't know if I'm voting for Republicans, but I sure ain't voting for the Democrats. Many people still to this day are afraid of ISIS, as you should be. September 11th told us it does not take a lot to, to cripple a country. Now, there was a suicide bombing in Uganda, and ISIS attacks are on the rise. This is uh, via Leif La Mahu over at the Daily Wire. 33 people have been injured and three killed in a series of suicide bombings in Uganda on Tuesday. Police say seems to be the work of an East African radical Islamic group with ties to ISIS. The attack in Kampala, the capital of Uganda, occurred in the city's business district and involved four attackers. The Wall Street Journal reported the first attacker detonated a backpack at a checkpoint near Kampala Central Police Station. The second attack was carried out by two people riding motorcycles near the main entrance. A fourth terrorist was stopped by police before he was able to set off his bomb. Police officials believe that the attacks were carried out by an affiliate of ISIS in Uganda. Our intelligence indicates that these are domestic terrorist attacks linked to the ADF, which is the Allied Democratic Forces, which is uh, the group tied to ISIS. We believe that there are very, still very many suicide attackers out there. The threat is being directed at all Ugandans. Threats from ISIS seem to be on the rise in the African nation, and Ugandan officials have warned, have warned of future attacks. 
The first attack by ISIS-affiliated terrorists in Uganda happened last month in a bombing that left one woman dead, according to the Wall Street Journal. The bomb threats are very still active. Islamic terror is not new to America. It's not new to Uganda. Troops from Uganda have also been working to fighting with Al-Qaeda affiliate Al-Shabaab in Somalia. As Reuters noted, Ugandan officials have worked with Western allies to fend off ISIS terror in the country for years. One person said, I saw a vehicle on fire and everyone was running and panicking. I saw Boda Boda, motorcycle man, his head was smashed and covered in blood. One witness told, Reu- told Reuters. Outside of Africa, though, ISIS has also been active in the Middle East with, with recent attacks in Iraq and Afghanistan. According to the Straight Times, the Taliban has launched an effort to counter growing attacks from ISIS-K, the affiliate in Afghanistan. Some attacks have been on hospitals and mosques. Last month, Undersecretary of Defense Policy Call expressed skepticism that the Taliban would be effectively counter ISIS-K. Huh. Ain't this something? Who knew that us being, because we want to appease the radical left and getting out of what's going on in the Middle East and Afghanistan, that we would cause something like this to happen. That's, that's crazy. But then on the domestic side, inflation is hurting the dollar. Retail sales are increasing, increasing, signaling that consumers are willing to absorb inflation as the economy continues to recover. We want to absorb it. On Tuesday, the Census Bureau announced that Americans, American retail and food services sales rose by 1.7% through September and October. Between August and September, sales rose by 15.4% from the same period in 2020. The New York Times reported, quote, retail sales jumped in October for the third straight, straight month the government said on Tuesday, as Walmart and Home Depot both reported strong results for their latest quarters, the reporters bolster the view that what consumers are absorbing, high prices, and splurging on a range of goods from electronics to home improvement projects. The Wall Street Journal added that although improved sales are a positive sign as consumers begin holiday shopping, higher prices, high, higher price levels are a driver of the sales increase. Many American companies have successfully passed inflation costs on to consumers by hiking prices, Tyson Foods, the second largest meat and poultry producer in the U.S., witnessed improved, margin, improved margins in their most recent quarter by hiking prices. The inflation we incurred needs to be passed on, said the CFO, Stuart Glending. Some of the inflation for us has been substantial, referring to the input cost. Tyson CEO Donnie King noted that he could not, quote, think of a single thing that has either stayed the same or gone down. Many people are saying that inflation is a good thing. Now, to be fair, inflation is not always a bad thing. Inflation at around 2 or 3% is, is, you need it, or else your money becomes worth less, right? That's why many companies, you know, you get a 3% raise every year. You don't get a raise, but you think you get a raise, and really, you just kind of stay even. Things increase in cost over, year over year. That's kind of just accepted. Now, with that being said, it's important to realize that we need a lot of work today. We need to fix what's going on. There should not be this much rampant inflation running on in the economy. Because you get to a point where the inflation is not good. I mean, I remember back circa 4th of July when they tweeted out something saying like, 
Yeah, you you will save on average like forty six cents or something like that for your for your hot dogs. What's going on with this? Because what they don't understand is the food is an inelastic market, and what they what that means take a, take a look at gas right. You and I can complain all day about the about the cost of gas, as we should. We should complain about the cost of gas because it's going up, and they're saying, "Oh, it's not you know it's not supply and demand." Well, what what cut the demand? I don't know. Maybe the government saying you can't have your pipeline that was having something like five hundred thousand barrels a day, barrels of oil a day, or something crazy like that. We are screwed because the left does not care. So this is why I'm urging you to vote red in 2022 so we can hold Biden at, we can hold him in check. So what's happening in this, an elastic market's like this, right? An elastic market is like, you know, let's say you and your wife every Friday go out to, uh, you know, I don't know, Ruth Chris Steakhouse, right? That's something you don't need to do. You want to do it and you should, it's fun, but you don't need to, but you do need to go to Kroger or you do need to go to Walmart and you do need to go shopping because if not, you're not going to eat at all. So the inelastic market is that you have to go to the grocery store. The elastic market is maybe you go from going to Ruth Chris to Texas Roadhouse and then from Texas Roadhouse, you know, you just start eating at home because it's something that can move as elasticity is, you know, movement. So that's, that is, that is the difference between elastic and inelastic. You know, I should have my uh, friend Steve Boron to come and tell you about it, but what we're seeing right now, we're not seeing these stores start to make, you know, suddenly 6% more money than they did last year. You're seeing them make the same amount of money just under inflation. And they're saying, because this is happening, Americans obviously are okay with it. So that's what's going on. That frankly is not true. And I want to send a shout out to a good friend of mine, Doug Collins. He has just finished his book, The Clock in the Calendar, a front row look at the Democrats' obsession with Donald Trump. Make sure you go and check it out. Um, you know, Doug Collins is probably one of the best congressmen from the state of Georgia in the, in this, in the previous couple of years. Um, you can get it at Amazon, Simon & Schuster, wherever you want to get it. Probably get it at DougCollins.com if he owns that. But uh, definitely make sure you check that out. He has a oh, Check out his podcast, too. I listen to it all the time. It's a great podcast. But... I want to get into this. I, I talked about this a little bit earlier um, about protesters threatening uh, counter protesters outside of the courthouse. Basically, and they, this can be heard within the uh, courthouse where the jury is deliberating. Let's listen to this. Maybe if the. So if you can't hear what he's saying, that guy right there is saying that Black Lives Matter supports kitty touchers. So obviously, um, you know, this is what's happening outside of the uh, outside of the courthouse. And to kind of send a little bit of credence, um, you know, I, I think both sides should probably let the jury 
be deliberating without out. I mean, that's one of the things this country is founded on is that you get a trial by jury and that jury cannot be um, persuaded by outsider. You know, people who can persuade the jury are the, the defense, the prosecutorial team, the uh, testimony given. Uh, and that's about it. Right. You're not supposed to be, you're not supposed to even, I think you're not even really supposed to look up facts about the case online if you're in the jury. Um, but Joe Biden is, we're going to play a clip a little bit later on of the uh, uh, Secretary Mayorkas of the Department of Homeland Security uh, telling you why paying illegal immigrants uh, will not encourage more illegal immigration. But first, you know, this is, here's a video of, uh, of, of Joe Biden walking up to give a speech and listen to the pathetic clapping. This guy got 81 million votes. Listen to this. He's also walking from like 100 yards away, so it's kind of like he's doing Baywatch. This is pathetic. I mean, this is what it sounded like in my classroom. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for ruining my country. This is what it sounded like in my classroom after they announced that uh, somebody won the president or the uh, student class president, like race. This is that's what it sounded like. But uh, here's a clip of here's that clip of Mayorkas um, saying this. I mean, listen, this is absolutely not smart. I mean, to think that if you pay people, they're not going to come. I mean, just, we'll, we'll let him talk. I think you just said that your view is that, that paying illegal immigrants $450,000 or more, million more per family, million eight, that that is not a pull factor. Uh, in other words, it wouldn't encourage more illegal immigration, right? You said not a pull factor, your words. Yeah, I have the opportunity to answer this question. Well, I just want to be, you said not a pull factor, right? I couldn't quite hear you at the time, so I just want to be sure that's what you said. The, the settlement payment of the federal tort claim charge arising from a family separation effected under the prior administration's zero-tolerance policy would not be a pull factor. That is my testimony. That is your... Understood. I think that's news, that you think that these payments to illegal immigrants would not be a pull factor, would not... That paying them would not encourage more illegal immigration. That That's news. Thank you for that. Huh. Yeah. So... Back to being reasonable. Um, let's let's talk about this fact. So it, it is a fact. It's proven many times that the policies that led to those people being in those camps, in those cages, whatever you want to call them, was under the Obama-Biden administration. I mean, just going back to just Obama, Democrats were anti Illegal immigration. So what happened? What happened that caused Democrats to all of a sudden support it? Well, now I think they see that there is a strict path to citizenship that they can do. So while people like Secretary Mayorkas are focusing more on making sure that people can come to this country illegally, this is what's happening in California. And can you see that? Or maybe I should ask, can you believe that? Right here in the middle of L.A., a regular gallon of gas will cost you $5.09. Californians are really feeling the pain at the pump getting worse. It's already the most expensive gas in the country, and now prices here are breaking new records. 
new records. I know that's California. My friend, he was driving through Atlanta, not too far from where I am currently. I need to name these studios, um, but where I'm where I'm at currently, it was over four dollars a gallon. It was over four dollars a gallon. But yeah, we're calling people who speak or who riot and who loot. We're calling them heroes. That is what the prosecutor called them. We have John Kerry agreeing to kill tens of thousands of jobs. Listen to this. By 2030 in the United States, we won't have coal. We will not have coal plants. By 2035, President Biden has set a target that we will be in our power sector carbon free. Oh, not carbon. Well, if you're worried, so worried about that, John, why do you only fly around on private jets? Huh. Rules for thee, but not for me. I mean, the Hong Kong, Hong Kong let the CEO of JP Morgan skip quarantine because he runs, quote, a very big bank. Facebook, Jeff Bezos, all these people are in cahoots with the left. I mean, I get uh, an email probably once a week, uh, maybe once every two weeks from the people who who uh, do my advertising to make sure like who's advertising on the show. And I've routinely turned people down, routinely turned people down. But luckily for us, there are some in the U.S. Senate who are not, for whatever reason, are not going to let a lot of these policies happen. Tom Cotton, somebody who I've liked for a very long time, who is, who could be a 2024 nominee, who really knows, right? Uh, Assuming Trump doesn't run. He came out recently and he said that Senate Republicans will make any, quote, build back better votes painful for Democrats. That he will not let them easily pass this build back better multi-trillion dollar bill without a fight. Sounds to me like there'd be a filibuster. I'm not sure. Think about two years ago, 2019. I was a first semester freshman in college. It's a great time. It's a great time to be an American. It was a great time. You know, things were starting to, to give up. Sure, we had our problems. We had a booming economy. And then shortly after, about three months, about 21 months ago, three months from two years ago, the world changed forever. And nobody quite wants to say where it came from. It came from China. I mean, currently, China is instituting a policy saying that you can't be on uh, technology certain amounts of days if you're a kid. And I'm not saying that that we should do that as a government, but as a kid, we should. Because Mark Zuckerberg wants to build a system that will make it very hard for anyone, any kid in America, to compete with a kid from China. Because you will spend your entire life in this metaverse. And you know who's going to run the metaverse? The left, China, the people who hate what America is founded on. That's why I've started limiting the amount of time I spend on my phone. You need to take days to unplug. Ben Shapiro takes one day a week to unplug uh, the Sabbath. It is absolutely important that we fight back against the radical left, that we fight back against these teachers uh, as we're doing right now uh, at Campus Reform, we have some great, actually, I got a great thing that uh, I can hopefully announce to you guys tomorrow. Um, but thank you for listening because we have a great 
we have a great fight ahead of us, but it's a fight worth taking. I mean, the left is absolutely on the push to make sure that you and I don't live in the America our, our parents did. Hey, Noah here. I wanted to take a second because I realized I don't know if you know who I am. So I like to take the last few minutes of every single show to tell you who I am. I mean, you're turning to the dial right now. You know, you may have no, have no idea who I am. My name is Noah Ring. I'm foremost the uh, the the most prominent college conservative activist in the country. Uh, I got my start a couple of years ago uh, in 2016-ish, you know, working uh, to try to help uh, Donald Trump get elected. Since then, uh, obviously, I've grown up a little bit since 2016. I was only 15 in 2016 when Donald Trump was elected to be the president of the United States. And I spent four years defending Donald Trump's uh, America First policy, defending him in the classroom. I uh, have kind of I've kind of token that, that I, I fight for conservatism and Trump in the classroom. So that's what I've done for the last four years. I've fought for Donald Trump against radical left-wing professors, students, administrators, everyone. I also helped to defend many students across this country. Look, a lot of people weren't lucky like me and lived in a very conservative school district. And a lot of people are afraid that if they speak out against their radical professors or their radical teachers or principals or whoever that they will be ridiculed and they'll be grade doc, which if you don't know what grade docking is, it's when they drop your grade uh, simply because they don't like you simply because in this case you support Donald Trump, you support uh, pro-life pro-gun and you are for America first. With that being said, I am a contributor with campus reform, meaning whenever I find some story that of some teacher doing absolutely crazy work or some college being overly overly biased i report on it because that is important the the future of america is right is in college right now my generation will decide what happens gen x is overwhelmingly conservative the millennial generation is overwhelmingly liberal my generation will be the biggest thing because i saw a statistic a couple of years ago that by the 2028 election my generation will be the biggest voting block in the country And I don't know about you, but I want to live under a Republican-led country led by the conservative ideals of limited government, limited uh, personal responsibility, limited government, and liberty. That is what the Founding Fathers guaranteed to us, and that's what I want to live by. So every Monday, I'm right here, 8 to 10 a.m., whether you're listening to this uh, on the radio or you're listening to this on the internet live stream, I'm right here. If you ever have any questions at all, you can email me, noah at noahring.org. That's my personal email. I check that. Too many times a day, honestly. Uh, You can also text me at 912-254-4838, 912-254-4838. But what I really seek to do with this podcast, with this radio show, is I seek to give my generation what is needed for them to fight back against the radical left on college campuses. Because I've seen firsthand what happens when one party rule comes to these college campuses. You think can't you think California's bad? Wait until you step foot on a college campus. Because at least in California you have the protections of the Constitution of the United States. At college, you don't have those protections. So that's what I, that's who I am, that's what I'm doing, and that's why I and I appreciate you, the American people, the great people of America listening and giving me this platform to be able to speak to you for, you know, roughly 2 hours a day, which my Sixth grade teachers told me that I'd never make anything in my life talking so much, but look who has proved her wrong. Now, with that being said, make sure that you come back tomorrow at 8 a.m., 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. every single morning. We have great guests on all the time. We've interviewed uh, former Secretary of the Agriculture, Sonny Perdue. We've interviewed Marjorie Taylor Greene, Mike Collins, 
Congressman Gary Graves. We've interviewed all these people. We've interviewed senators, congressmen, governors, uh, all these people who candidates as well, and just interesting people. We had on a guy named uh, Alejandro who used to be a member of Antifa and now and Black Lives Matter, and now he is one of the biggest people fighting back against those very organizations. So we have on great guests all the time, and we bring you the news that nobody else is going to bring you. You're not going to find these headlines on Fox News because I have a lot of I have a lot of people throughout the country who are looking for stories uh, that are happening in high schools and colleges and even even really some corporations. And Fox News doesn't cover those for whatever reason, so I guess I have to do that. So I hope that you will tune back in tomorrow morning at 8 a.m. as we take on the left one more time. I don't know how long I'll have this platform. I don't know how long I'll be on social media, but we will take on the left one more time tomorrow morning at 8 a.m., ending at 10 a.m. So it's perfect for your morning commute. And also, if you can't listen to this live, you know, some people are busy, whatever. I do typically upload the first hour, first 40 or so minutes of the first hour to the podcast, which you can find at noahring.org. But thank you so much for tuning in today, and we will see you on the other side. Potential. It's all around us all the time, but it's often left untapped. Waste No Potential is a new podcast dedicated to the stories of visionary leaders who discovered opportunities the rest of the world missed. Follow me, Alexandra Samuel, as I uncover some really clever ways people make the most out of potential for themselves and for their businesses. Listen to Waste No Potential wherever you get your podcasts. Do you sometimes get the sense that debates about America's role in the world are predictable and often disconnected from reality? Our new podcast tries to change that. None of the Above offers new ideas to help confront America's global challenges. Subscribe to None of the Above today.